Hi, this is Angie Reno. Welcome to Siblinghood of Recovery. So if you're listening to my voice, I'm suspecting that you chose this podcast because of the word recovery. So I want to kind of let you know a few things up front. Um, I'm a mom. I actually work full time and I do this on the side. So to get my OCD out of the way, if you do hear kind of like a stop in the flow and then my voice is changed just slightly, it means I probably paused, might have even slept through the night because I do need to get a good night's sleep for self-care and then started the next subject uh, after, you know, the next day. But I want to respect you because I know sometimes it's so annoying when I hear different patterns of sounds on, on my podcast. Maybe that tells you too much about my personality. So uh, I'm in my fourth year of a journey, a recovery journey, although although the first three years I had, well, I don't know if I can say that, I'm probably in just a year and a half of recovery, because I really didn't come to grips with the situation at hand until about 18 months ago. My main mission of this podcast is to share what I've gathered, all the information in the last 18 months, and to put it out there. The first thing I'd like to do in episode one of this podcast is talk to you about adverse childhood experiences. My goal is to build almost like a pyramid, similar to Maslow's hierarchy of needs in regards to understanding some of the challenges that face our children and our young adults and our our older loved ones when they battle substance abuse. Addiction is, I was just talking to a friend of mine and, and he said, addiction is a beast. It's a beast that is relentlessly hungry, but it is a beast that can be held at bay. That being said, it's so vital to get as much self-education as you possibly can, and most of all, to get a good support group. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to cite a couple of support groups that are available, 12-step programs. I've already put links in the show notes in my introduction trailer, and these will remain constant. If you can get yourself into a 12-step program as soon as possible, all the better. The support that you'll get, it's almost as immediate as walking into the room. There's a kind of, um, it's an acceptance, yet a a strive to be non-codependent. Also, you're going to meet a lot of passionate people who, who refrain from being passionate, if that makes sense. You're going to meet a lot of people who are humble in their desire and their want to serve. And you're going to meet a lot of people who understand, even the the first day that you walk through the door, that what you're going through is incredibly overwhelming and it's okay to laugh, cry, be angry. It's okay to be yourself. So let's tackle ACEs. All right. The first thing I am going to do is reference the National Child Traumatic Stress Network. By the way, I have to do another FYI. I have a boxer named Duke, and he sits with me in my office, and sometimes he snores very loudly, and uh, I hope that's all he does. So if you hear, I'm going to try to tackle the the noise thing with my Audacity uh, open source software for you to download. 
And, uh, but I just wanted to do just a little bit of housekeeping mention on the, on the dog sounds in the background. It's not me. Okay. And I'll also be referencing the SAM HSA Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration website. And this is the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services website. That is the Sierra Alpha Mike Hotel Sierra Alpha.gov website and search ACEs. You're going to find a plethora of information, including learning materials and resources, recognizing and treating child traumatic stress, and understanding childhood trauma. This site is phenomenal. It goes into preschool, elementary, middle school, and high school. It also talks about the body's alarm system, and it also provides an excellent report on how the role of ACEs have contributed to substance misuse and behavioral health problems. There's multiple references of the studies. These range from dentistry to pediatrics to the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry. There is some significant opportunity for you to learn and self-educate. So a really good website that is also provided as a link on the SAMHSA site is the National Child Traumatic Stress Network. And this kind of goes into why some events are more traumatic for one child as compared to another. And it really does come down to coping skills. So this is definitely where it gets very important for anybody who wants to learn about trauma with the focus of recovery and healing is to understand it. This is not a two-minute overview the requirements to really get a comprehensive analysis of what has happened to a particular child, even if it's a in one household and it's one out of five siblings that are affected, is to look at what the experiences were. One of the primary studies that is cited probably across thousands of, of websites is the Kaiser Permanente study on ACEs. The Kaiser Permanente study is available on the American Journal of Preventive Medicine website. I'll put the link in my show notes. There is a significant amount of data that's available that will, that comprises of a questionnaire that was mailed to over 13,000 adults. The relationship of childhood abuse and household dysfunction continues to be a significant factor towards many leading causes of death in adults. Within household dysfunction, issues such as financial hardship, divorce, seeing someone being the the victim of violence, which includes domestic violence, living with somebody who has a mental illness, living with somebody who abuses drugs or alcohol, or having a parent or caregiver in prison. This is where it gets really hard. If you have been through a divorce and you have a child that is suffering from substance abuse and addiction, that child has basically scored at least one out of 10. If you were in an environment of high toxicity, a lot of arguments, swearing, name calling, there's a chance that those in the household who were children suffered another ACE. So add divorce, a toxic marriage, a breakdown of a marriage, you're looking at two out of 10. After we learn and after we take a hard look at the environment that we provided our children, we have to find out how to heal ACEs. What I'd like to do for you now is to organize the information in, yes, a step step process so you can kind of organize all the data that's out there, figure out what you need to do to both heal yourself, which is very important, and heal your child, and then get professional help. 
So the first very important thing that you need to do is find a meeting. Now, when you find a meeting, it's, I don't want to compare it to dating, but it kind of is. You might not find that meeting that you're comfortable with the first time. I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine. She's up in New York. And, you know, we, we've talked about a couple of situations where we tried to work the steps. And she said, I went to a, a step workshop over the weekend. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> you know, because it does. But if you work full time and you're going to meetings at night, maybe a weekend workshop is is the way to go. For me personally, I need a consistent reminder to do the work. Because as soon as I start getting agitated, sure enough, I get a gentle reminder. This is a process. Don't rush it. It's going to be okay. Okay, you've set the path to find your meeting. The next step as you're doing that is to take an ACEs quiz. There's so many available that once you start looking at the ACEs information on the websites I've given you, the algorithms of the search engines are going to guide you to the ACEs quiz. And if they don't, type in adverse childhood experiences quiz. You're going to be able to find your score, which is going to help you understand the traumas that you went through. In the next episode, I'll talk about traumas and how to find a good therapist. You don't have to have a particular type of therapy as long as it's working for you. So once you have your ACEs score, what you can do is you can look at what you need to talk about. As you're going through both the ACEs quizzes and the knowledge that you get from that, and as you get yourself into a meeting, what's going to happen is when you walk in that door, or if you go to the Zoom meeting because of COVID, you're going to all of a sudden meet a bunch of people who are either veterans or sponsors, or they're just coming into the situation just like you are. And through that network, there's a great possibility that you might be able to say, hey, who have you reached out to in the community that has helped you with this kind of process, both getting therapy for myself or getting therapy for my child? Immediately, you have the ability to connect, to talk, and to share information, which is fantastic, really. So you're self-educating, you're learning about ACEs, you're learning about the trauma that you went through and the potential trauma that exists today in your own household. You're also going to a location where you potentially get a network of people who are going through the same thing or similar things. And you're also potentially gaining a network of people who know therapists, who know about treatment centers, and who know about other resources that are available in your area. It is so important to understand that you are not alone. It might look like nobody else is feeling what you're feeling, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you are going to find somebody else out there who's been where you are right now. And my final bit of advice is to start looking at how to take care of yourself physically. This is going to be hard because if you are in a situation where you're stressed out, you're dealing with your child's substance abuse or behavioral challenges, maybe you're dealing with your own challenges and your own situation, whatever that may be, it's going to be really hard to say, oh yeah, I can put myself on an exercise regime or I can start taking care of myself better. But even if it's just like taking 10 minutes to yourself to walk, get outside, clear your head, do as much as you possibly can, and start thinking about how you want to get physically better than what you are today. And finally, to wrap it up, here are the three 12-step programs I'd recommend to check out Al-Anon Family Groups. That is at al-anon.org. CODA 12 Steps. That's at 
coda.org, and finally, familiesanonymous.org. So more to come. This is just the start. And until we meet again, take care, be kind to yourself, and remember, never stop learning. <laughs>